Welcome everybody, I'm Ivy Rivera. I'm a psychic medium and a Taino Arawak. Today's free mini class is your fear of leveling up. What is inhibiting you? What are you allowing to inhibit you? When it's time for you to level up in an area of your life where you feel passionately, it's time for a promotion. What's holding you back? What's causing the stagnation? Now, for those of you tuning in to tonight's class, you may have already seen my other video called fighting the dark. All the time I notice this thing is still being shared. It's still playing, even though I'm not promoting it. What people have said about fighting the dark is that it helped them to break free of a vicious cycle of stagnation in their lives. What we want to talk about here today is almost like fighting the dark, but part two. So we're going to look more in depth at the detail on how the process of fear begins. But I want to cover so that you guys understand more of today, a little bit about that video, Fighting the Dark. I would highly recommend, it's 48 minutes long, that you go back and watch it after this. In Fighting the Dark, we talked about five different ways. You will feel as though you're under attack when you're about to level up. Now, that's not an illusion. I don't know about you guys, but at a very young age, I started to notice in my own personal life that every single time I was about to get some type of a promotion in my life, something bad would happen. If I had money coming in, the car would break down. If my family was supposed to go and do something great, somebody would get sick or there would be some kind of drama. Every time I was about to get a promotion or have a breakthrough with my job, something would cost me that position or somebody would come in and steal it. It was ridiculous, this pattern. I noticed that it wasn't just happening to me. And I see a lot of people recoil until they're almost like a caged animal. Even if the gate is open, they don't know to come out anymore. They don't know to run free. They don't understand when the chains are off. And I didn't want to become like those people. So I started to analyze early in my life, why is this happening? Why does it seem to be happening to pretty much everybody? And how can I get past it to get what I think is rightfully mine? These are just really things that I've been doing over the years that have worked and have helped me to climb the ladder. One of the things I do want to point out before we get into these five different ways that you get attacked before leveling up. One of the things that isn't really helping is that everybody today wants to talk about prayer, how amazing prayer is. Everybody wants to talk about how amazing manifestation station is and how good you could get at it. People want to talk about law of attraction and how it really works, how to learn the secrets, but nobody wants to talk about kickback. Kickback is the negative reaction that comes at you when you're about to achieve that breakthrough and you don't get one without the other. The way the universe actually operates is with a high and a low frequency and nothing comes for free. Nothing comes without a battle. So lovely as it is to talk about manifestation and law of attraction and all of those things, until you really understand kickback and how to avoid it, not succumb to it, you're not going to get there. You're not going to reap the benefits of those promotions. The other important thing to understand, and this is even biblical, is that everyone comes to earth with certain, we could call them gifts, skills, abilities, talents, you call it whatever you want. And it's written that those will never be taken away from you, no matter how bad you behave, no matter how many terrible things you do. If you're an amazing musician, you're still going to be an amazing musician. But what does happen is that people who haven't refined their character, their ethical 
hold, their morals, if they're not stable, what they're doing is they're coming from a place of emotion. They're reactionary. They're full of ego and they will not be in alignment with the universe and able to move up in the ways that they normally could. So the promotions will not be there. It's not to say you're going to lose your gift. You're never going to lose your gift. But if you haven't perfected your character, you're never going to fully develop and have what you're meant to have. You're never going to come to earth and do what you actually came here to do. And I think this is a huge mistake a lot of people make. Well, I could still hustle. You shouldn't have to hustle that hard. If you're working in alignment with the universe, it should be a little bit of hustle and a whole lot of reward. It's symbolic. It's showing me. It's a sign that you're not working within this order if you're hustling all the time that hard. That's not true prosperity. Let's talk about what happens when you are about to level up, get a promotion in your life. Why would there be attack on you? Again, this is the Fighting the Dark video I want you to go back and watch. We're just going to touch on this. Why does it happen? Number one, it's possible that you are being attacked by lower negative energies in the universe. Nobody wants to talk about this. Everyone wants to act like it doesn't exist. There's only light. Anything negative that you attract is just a reflection of you. I could see where they're coming from on that, but that is really burying the truth here. The reality of the situation is that if you are going to grow and prosper, you are probably going to find yourself in a unique position to feed the light. And the dark energies of the universe don't like that. They are invested entirely in stopping that from happening. Therefore, you would become a target. Reason number two, it could be happening. It's not so much that it was an attack on you as much as it is your fear from maybe a previous attack, your memory of an uncomfortable circumstance, your fear of failure, your fear, your toxic negative energy will affect your energy. And if your energy is saying to the universe, low, 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 I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. That's what you're going to get back, which is a whole lot of nothing. So you really all of a sudden have blocks, obstacles, the deal falling apart. It's no longer available to you. You could be doing this to yourself by being fearful. Reason number three, your higher mind chose this. What I mean by that is that you sign on to a life contract. If you don't know what direction you're supposed to be going in, in your life, you need to book a life contract reading with me. You sign on to a life contract before you come to earth. Everything written within that life contract is on a deadline. Your spirit guides, your ancestors, God, your higher mind, your angels, everybody really only cares about helping you to accomplish on deadline what is written within that life contract. Because if you're doing that, everything else can flow. Your health, your prosperity, your happiness, peace, everything else flows. So everyone just wants you on path. But when you signed that life contract before you came to earth, it wasn't an easy contract. Earth isn't an easy place. This is a classroom. I say this is often a battleground. This is a place where you have to overcome and achieve. You have to learn new lessons, new skills. It's hard. So it's very possible that some of the struggle or blocks you're feeling before you level up, have a breakthrough, are things that you actually signed on to in your life contract to force yourself to grow, to learn those lessons, 
to accomplish that task, to pick up on those new skills. The fourth reason is that the universe is testing you. Now, this isn't dark, lower, negative energies of the universe. So many people are wandering around today, victims. I'm always under attack. Well, it could be for any of these reasons, and it's probably just your negative thinking. Instead of just whining about it, why don't you try to figure out why it's happening and learn some lessons and then work around it. People are always a victim, a victim to circumstance. Well, never works out for me. Well, it's always a bad situation. Every time something good is going to happen, I just get kicked in the teeth. Okay, granted, yeah, that's the system. But it could be that the universe is testing you out more so than you're being attacked by negative or paranormal energy. It could be that this is an opportunity for you to learn something. If you didn't learn it the first time or the second time or the third time, the way the world works, you just get to keep retaking that test over and over and over again. The universe is never going to stop testing you. It's an opportunity every time for you to learn that new skill. It's sort of like if you keep dating the same sort of toxic character over and over and over again, and you say, you know, it's like I have four different versions of this same toxic person why does this keep happening? Because you're not paying attention. What is the test? What is the lesson? What were you supposed to learn from that? Stop going around the mountain. Stop blaming the universe or God or negative energies. You have to look at whether or not everything is a test. I honestly go there first. Anything that happens, I'm like, am I being tested? And if I could say no to that, then I can move on to these other four options. There are so many tests. The fifth reason it may be happening, because you're being a wimp, because you're being a whiner, because you don't want to do the work, because you feel entitled, because you feel that you deserve instant gratification. You feel somebody else should step in and do it for you. No one's coming to save you. This is it. It's you. It's on you to do. And if you keep being negative and complaining about it, but you don't evolve, you're going to attract more of those types of attacks. So don't complain about it. Just move on through it. I also want to say that we get afraid because so many of us have realized that every time we're about to move up, we get kicked in the teeth and you become like a chihuahua. You know, you have like PTSD, anxiety, just depression, you know, everything gets activated and no one ever talks about it. So no one's going to help you with it. You know, you're just like, nah. it's just a general feeling of ickiness and, and it feels gross and you don't want to do it again. So it's like every time you're about to move up, this fear sets in. Don't forget that fear is ego. Don't forget that you only have fear or love to come from. But once you start to feed your ego, you start to feed that fear. You detach from the love. Well, the love is your intuition. The love is the right side of your brain. The love is being connected and in the flow with the universe. That's where all the answers are. That's where your prosperity is. That's where your peace is. The ego is low. It's heavy. It's anxious. It's reactionary. And it's emotional. We just did a free mini class called Emotion versus Intuition. How never to make decisions. You should not be making your decisions and moves based on the way you feel. Your feelings, your emotions are going to misguide you. And fear is the number one most toxic emotion. People ask me at that class, well, when is it good to watch your feelings. 
if like a lion is coming to eat you or you're in a dark parking lot and you're under the risk of attack or you know there's some kind of like threatening situation fear is acceptable and okay and we need it we appreciate fear when it indicates a fight or flight reaction it helps us to keep safe but it is toxic when it comes to your leveling up in prosperity so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to kill that off okay when do these attacks stop it's like clockwork if you're if you're listening to me tonight and you're like well this is weird i've never heard about this i'm not sure about this you know maybe that's not what's going on with me you know i think it really is just my circumstances okay so what happens okay and an easy way to test this out as soon as you give into the fear you give into the stagnancy you're done you're not going to try anymore all the attacks disappear all the hardship is is gone you start to actually feel better we want to feel safe and secure we don't want to be under attack the majority of people cave they fold right before any stressor is put on them they would rather forfeit their fortune their prosperity their earned blessings than to fight the battle and that's a shame so you will see the pressure lighten up off of you as soon as you cave and that's how you know that that's really what this is so what i want to do right now is to hear from people a few different areas where you realize that you have a fear of leveling up we're going to break these down one at a time and i'm going to give you some more helpful solutions One we have from Danny is she, to kind of combine. Okay. She's worried, she's worried who she's going to be when she levels up. Will I lose my humility if I level up? Danny has a fear that if she levels up, she will lose her humility. I will tell you this. When I started doing this work for the public, I didn't have anyone in the love and light community who wasn't attacking and constantly saying, oh, her ego's going to kick in. Oh. Her ego is going to wipe her out, oh, oh, oh. like waiting, like hoping that I developed some kind of an ego problem. But the thing is this, since I was a kid, I was always at the bottom of the barrel. If you have humble beginnings in any way, especially in the social order of things, it makes it really easy for you to level up and up and up and up and never lose that humble position. There are other people who are sort of born into higher up positions and they carry that arrogance with them. Well, that's a battle that they're going to have. That's probably not a battle that those of us who have been humbled, whether this be the color of your skin, this be poverty, this be watching others around you in your close circle be sick or go through hardship. You know, if you have a loving heart, if you're the kind of person who hated watching another kid get bullied at school, you know, if you felt that you always wanted to go help or make people happy, you're, this isn't a concern for you. You know, should you watch it? Yeah, you should. But I'll tell you what happens. The minute your ego should get a little too big, and it's really just this. Those are the moments when you stopped giving the praise back to God. Those are the moments when you stopped saying, it's just spirit working through me. Those are the moments when you stopped being of service, but you started to make it all about you. You're going to get cut off. And as soon as you get cut off, you'll know the difference. And you'll start to say, hmm, maybe I need to come back down to earth a little bit more. But spirit's not going to abandon you. You're not going to lose your position. And like I said earlier, you're never going to lose those gifts. I would say this, fear of who you're going to become is really pretty silly in the scheme of things because you've had so many past lives behind you. You've already become so many people. You're not you anyways. You're an accumulation of many, many, many yous. That's your higher mind. 
It's an accumulation of all these people that you ever were. And at different times in your life, you're even tapping into who you will be. And you have to understand that you're also not just you. God works through you. The Spirit, Holy Spirit works through you. So it's always talking to you. Probably half or more of your thoughts are not even your own. We want to sort of disconnect from the concept of self more. Try to think of yourself as more being one with even the concept of the Trinity can help a lot in that thinking. Okay, like a team. Cammy and Jamie mentioned fear in the form of self-doubt. And I like the way Cammy put it was uh, imposter syndrome, which is one doubts one's accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Okay, so some people having self-doubt and imposter syndrome where someone is afraid of being exposed as a fraud. I think that this is far more common than anybody talks about. Because we live in such a sort of egotistical society, right? We all want to present. We all have our social media accounts where we want to look like every day, you know, is a, a field day. Every, every day is a success. And so anyone at any time could be exposed as fudging it. And we have this deep-rooted fear of being exposed to someone who is undeserving of that position. But no one ever, ever wants to talk about that. I think that what's important for uh, Cammie, Jamie, and I think even Danny, I think this fits well into her question as well, is that you look at what exactly, who exactly, and what characteristics you put up on a pedestal. What is it that you think you're going to achieve one day? You're going to become like who? You're going to become like what? And in order to be that, you have to be what? That could be a great learning tool for you. Okay, Danny's afraid of becoming in such a great position that she loses her humility. Cammie and Jamie are afraid of becoming something where where someone could test them and they could be exposed as being undeserving. That really shows that you actually have great confidence and you should use that as a tool to get you there. So study people or situations that look like where you think you are meant to go, what it is that you think you're meant to achieve. What do those people have that you appreciate? And what do they have that you don't want to have? A lot of us learn from adults as kids. You know what? I don't have great examples around me. I'm going to learn what not to do. So look at those people or situations that you put up on a pedestal. Examine them. Break it down. What do you like? What do you not like about it? And I think that it's important to understand that this is a spirit of fear. When we talk about fear, we need to think of it in terms of a paranormal activity sometimes an actual spirit that gets in and manipulates your brain. We have something called clairaudient ability. Talk about this all the time. A lot of people get a ringing in their ear, like a tinnitus or a pressure in their ear. And then thoughts are put in their head. Humans are just wide open vessels and channels for the other side to use us for positive and for negative, for high and for low. If you have clairaudient ability, your brain is being manipulated all the time. Many of your thoughts are not your own. If spirits from the light are putting thoughts in your head that are healing and positive and encouraging, they give you solutions to problems, that's wonderful. But what about the dark and lower spirits that are putting thoughts in your head? You're a fraud, you're a poser, you're going to be exposed, you can't do this, you're not deserving of it, you'll never accomplish that. If you accomplish that, you're going to become a bad person, that'll be the end of you. That's not normal. That's where I draw the line and I start to wonder, is this really me or is this a negative energy telling me this? 
especially if it's repetitive. Or like Paul likes to say, sometimes it won't come as though it's your own thought. Your thoughts will be referring to you as a separate person or like a third party. Pay attention to the language in your head. I think fear of leveling up and being exposed or fear of leveling up and becoming egotistical, you know, not humble. These are good healthy fears in some ways because that means that you can already picture where you're headed. It's that close. You can feel it. You can see it. You're preparing for it. It's awfully close. It's an arm's reach. Cody, it said fear of your own success, if that makes sense. Like with success comes a price or some kind of equal contract. Like you get this good thing, but then something bad comes. Okay. Well, and that's what we've been talking about through the whole curriculum. Yes. When you get something good, something bad comes. And this is where we fail. You know, as a society that we never talk about that part of it. That's why we're doing this tonight. We have to be realistic. We can't just keep sitting on the sidelines. It's never going to stop. It's never going to change. New level, new devil. But you get used to it. There was a time when you were pooing in your diaper (laughs) and you were relying on someone to bring you a bottle and you couldn't do anything for yourself. Have we accomplished more than that? Maybe not Paul, but I have. You reach a point where you're moving forward, you're gaining momentum, you're picking up skill. And yes, things get harder. Then you have the responsibility of going to the bathroom, right? This is a huge Freudian test on life. I mean, how many people don't get past these phases comfortably? You have to look at the psychology behind that. It is hard to get a child to go to the bathroom. That is a huge undertaking and responsibility life stops being fun the party's over do you even think about it anymore get up in the middle of the night you handle it you know i mean it's not even a big thing we have to be realistic that as time goes on and you have moved up a level you stop seeing the hardships that were once significant about that leveling up. You start to see them as something of the past. You forget that they even happen. It just becomes routine. You're numb to them and you move up to the next one. It is far, far less painful to do it that way than to sit by idly and allow everything that is yours to be stolen away. That is more painful. So it's sort of like the lesser of the two evils. Crystal fears not having control, especially when it pertains to health and well-being of herself and others she loves. So she has a fear of not being in control of herself, her health, and others around her. You're you're dealing with something kind of like a God complex, you know? You're thinking you're God. You have not really maybe met God yet. You have maybe not allowed yourself to identify that spirit lives in you, that you are part of the universe, that you're something sacred. You you hold yourself way down here and by holding yourself way down here you think that you're way up here and you are responsible for everything and everyone and everyone's health and that is so unrealistic that's going to lead to a victimhood mentality a martyrdom mentality and it's going to blow up in your face and create everything that you don't want illness, mental health problems, emotional disturbances, anxiety disorders, depression. You can't pour from an empty cup. We were never meant to do all of this alone. We have a class up on the website called Meet Your Guides. Straight out of the gate, when you sign your life contract and you come to earth, you are appointed five guides. One who watches over your spiritual development, your happiness, one who watches over your money and your life contract, one who watches over your relationships, a protector guide, one who interacts with your past lives and helps you to accomplish what you came here to do in relation to those. I mean, it goes on and on. You have five. That is your helping network, not you watching over the kids, watching over your family, watching over yourself, watching over the health, watching over the money. Fear, fear, fear. You're not working with them clearly. 
and you're given two angels. So you get a, a guardian angel and a protector angel. One who watches over your health, your mental uh, and emotional well-being, and the other one who protects you. That's more about your health and circumstances and people. And that's just the network that we come with. We all get that. Five guides, two angels, bare minimum, every human being. We don't utilize the system. We have another class up on the website called Coffee with Your Angels. So in Meet Your Guides, you meet each one of your guides and start learning how to interact. And in the other one, you meet your two angels. And then beyond that, you have God. You have the Holy Spirit. You have to learn to get out of the left logical side of your brain and tap into the right where they're all talking. And that requires that you relinquish control and you start going with the flow. Now, once you do that, the universe can work for you. The universe is trying to get blessings and prosperity and breakthroughs and protection to you all the time. But as long as you are this puppeteer having to work everything, you're cut off from the flow and the source. You are only allowed to do by law what you're supposed to do. If you exceed that and you cross that boundary line, you get negative karmic kickback. You don't get rewarded for being a martyr ever. Not by the universe, you don't. It ends up blowing up in your face and costing you a lot more. Bridget says, I feel like I had it together and leveled up only to see it come crashing down due to someone else's action. Fear keeps me stuck. I'm afraid to trust the process. That just happens all the time. That's what I would, you know, call a zigzag effect or a twist and a turn. A lot of people who think that they've sort of perfected this quickly realize that there are more and more levels to it. There are more and more layers. So you get something and then it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't work out the way that you thought. That's still you really being in control. This still really does break down to trusting the process. That just because it looks one way doesn't mean that you think you figured it out. It doesn't mean that you have. There's always going to be more that you don't know. And we have to, when we really learn to be fluid, you learn to navigate this system. It's going to get harder on the next level up. It's like a video game. And the one skill that you really have to learn is to zig and to zag and to abandon things and to not get emotional and to detach and to move over here and build what I'm supposed to do here. It requires that you be in the here and now. Here's what I'm supposed to be doing now. I'm trusting the process. Here's what I'm going to focus on now. And it sounds to me like you're also hung up on the past. You can't live in the past. You got to let that go. Danny and Jamie both thank you very much for your answers. Thank you so much. And Jamie says that she loves your bold honesty and wisdom. Good. I hope it's helping. Glad someone does. Yes. My kids, my kids do. Uh, Nor does Paul, apparently. <laughs> Thank you, Polly. I'm kidding. Kim says that when she has blocks at certain point, she gets overwhelmed and really upset, and that's what's keeping her back. Okay. She thinks it's from a past life, and it's affecting her in this lifetime. Okay, so Kim thinks that when she hits blocks, she gets overwhelmed and upset. Okay. And then doesn't want to keep pushing forward or whatever. Could yeah, it be past life? Right. It could be. It's pretty normal, though, to feel that way. It could be that you maybe have a lot of water in your astrological chart. One of the things that we're always encouraging, and on that last show that we did, the free mini class we did intuition versus feelings okay how not to make decisions from your feelings and we brought on christina del rey our astrologer here at the academy and she talked about planetary shifts that will affect your emotions in such a way that it could become overwhelming and cause you to make poor decisions and one of the things we talked about a little bit on that class was that some of us have a lot of water in our birth charts. And when you have a lot of water planets, you know, you're going to be more susceptible, especially Pisces, okay, of all things, I mean, especially Pisces. But 
if it's in your chart, you have 12 different houses, you're going to find it more difficult than the average person. You're going to think, oh my God, maybe there's something more like past life issues. There's something wrong with me. You know, what is it? You're just more emotional. And this is going to be harder for you than somebody else. In a lot of ways though, it makes you stronger than everybody else. Because if you can accomplish this, you can accomplish anything. If you can take your feelings and not make all of your decisions based on them, you can still steer the ship and be at the helm. You are incredibly powerful. There's literally nothing else that's going to get to you over the course of life. So you master this, you master everything. But it's it's hard if you have a lot of water and it's difficult if you have a past life, if there was a certain area where maybe your life was cut short or you suffered extreme poverty or you were enslaved, there are many things that tend to haunt pre, you know, uh, future lives. And it could be that very similar situations keep coming up, keep coming up, keep coming up again, like we were saying earlier, because you keep going around the mountain until you learn the lesson. Okay, so you could bring closure to that issue by learning this and finish off life lessons from God knows how many lives that it's where it's still unfinished and trickled over into this one. It is possible. But if it is a past life issue, you would notice it in one specified area, not just all the time. Jamie had also asked or said that she struggles with knowing the difference between self-will and her intuition. Self-will and intuition. So we did another free mini class called the Still Small Voice. So you're going to want to go back and you're going to want to watch that because we broke down how to know if it's you or if it's your like imagination or if it's actually coming from spirit. Okay. So that's a whole, that was a whole like hour long class, I believe. Mm, yeah. Great one. Yeah, but that's um, really, really important. I think we're really on the right track with this mentality. Yep, got to know that. Kara asks, well, I know I leveled up, and is my family on this path with me? That sounds like a different show. Yeah. But, okay. Well, uh, however, for those of you who have leveled up and you want to know, I don't know if she's referring to living or deceased you know, family, but is your family, your ancestors are always going to be with you as long as your leveling up was within your life contract. You know, we see that they're not supporting it or they don't care if it's just something you chose to do for your own self willy nilly. But yes, if it is within your life contract, absolutely. Your ancestors are supporting. We talked about this a little bit earlier where I said your guides, you know, God, your higher mind, your loved ones. Everyone is so focused on keeping you on track with that life contract that it's really ultimately all they care about, you know, because it's really all you care about. You've forgotten that probably, we all have, but before you came to earth, this is the whole point of coming here. So it's a really loving, supportive thing that never stops. But I would say that for those of you who are curious as to whether or not your families are supporting you, this is another major fear. You know, well, my child is still young. Well, what if I make this, you know, career move and then I can't support them through college what if my spouse won't support me? I'm already getting the crooked eye from the in-laws. You know, what do I do about this? What if I'm risking my job? I have dental, I have medical for the kids. I pay my, well, I can't resist. I can't resist. You have to risk everything. You have to step out at some point and you have to be realistic that you were never told any of this because nobody wants you stepping out. Your parents, school, you know, it was extremely common for us to be told, here are your skills, go into this field, 
you know, here's the body you have, get married and have children, here's what your goal is supposed to be. We were told. And those things don't match your life contract. Very rarely does it ever. So we've been sort of brainwashed into looking at everything the wrong way. And the skills that you came to earth with, okay, your loving parents, your well-meaning teachers, your school counselor, everybody who told you to go in that one direction, it's because you had skill. Well, where do you think you got that skill? From your previous lives. You already did all that. That's not part of this life contract. It's never that easy. It's never easy. Those were skills that you were supposed to use as backup to get you to where you were really supposed to go. And it's not uncommon to see that you can use those skills to build up some financial stability, feed yourself, get a paycheck early on in life, but you're not supposed to stay there. So whether your family supports you or not, sometimes you just have to step out and, and, and you would want your kids to do the same thing for themselves. You do. This is the second pot to Cammie's. Okay. She says she fears leveling up because she doesn't know how to overcome a greater sense of loyalty to her job, boss, company than to her own self and career. You know, that's part of that martyrdom mentality. But I also, I think that that's really a mask. I think that people who say, oh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm doing it for so-and-so or I'm doing it for so-and-so, whether you share that information with anyone or not, it's a mask. You're afraid of something and you're afraid of some level of failure within yourself. And you don't want to admit that that's what it is because nobody's that good. Nobody will sacrifice for such a small cause, like one guy or a couple people. Like, it's not like, you know, Jesus on the cross, Christianity for mankind or like a bigger, you know, it, it's, it, these are little things. These are little causes. And while your heart may be in it and they may be important to you, the, the truth of the matter is that there's some type of personal fear. And I think that once you really shed that and find that was not any way to be living your life, it was also quite possibly inhibiting them okay, through like an enabling process, I think that you're going to feel very differently and not even really remember all of that much as you go forward. I also think that for those of you who do what Cammie's doing, which is be super sacrificial and in a martyrdom situation for, for small causes or other random people, I think that that inner fear, that mask that you're wearing, that thing that you're hiding goes way back. I think you need to go back to childhood even. And I think you need to look and find out when you started to self-sacrifice. Did you have an abusive parent? Did you have an alcoholic parent? Were you neglected? Did you witness some kind of trauma? And now you feel, you know, that you can correct this fear within yourself about yourself by overcompensating through that. It would be the equivalent of like workaholism or there's something else going on there. Kim said, thank you so much. And Cammie said, oh, I so needed to hear that. Yeah. And turns out there are a handful of Pisces is watching tonight. So. All the Pisces are here, <laughs> you guys. Poor, yeah, poor yeah, Pisces. Yeah. But, mm. uh, you know, and the, the thing is, I would highly recommend Christina Del Rey. Paul can post it, you know, there. She's our astrologer here at the Academy. She's absolutely brilliant, but she can do a chart for you and she can look in certain areas. You know, you have these 12 houses and where do you have water? Because whether this is with your finances, this is with your career, this is in your love life, this is with your health, this is with family building, it could be with travel. If you have water in that house, you're going to battle emotions. And that could be an area where you really struggle to level up. And that can give you that extra boost of confidence just to know, okay, it's just my emotions. And then go back, watch the other free mini class we did, emotions versus uh, intuition, and learn those skills. Okay. But this was awesome. All right, guys. I'm so glad this resonated with you. Check out the other one, Fighting the Dark. That is the first part to this. 
And um, I hope that going forward, you get everything you're deserving of having.